Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What is up, everyone, and welcome in to episode 29 of the First Read Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Stephen Cardenas, and here with me, as always, is my co-host and best friend, Tyler Carden. Tyler, what is going on with you tonight? I am here, hopped up on some cold brew that didn't start out cold, started out very lukewarm, so I'm still working on that bad boy, but other than that, I am here, dinner is ready Dinner is made. My night's going to be simple and breezy. All I got to do is talk about some football players and some kind of fantasy world, and we are good to go. Some kind of fantasy world. Hold up. Did you not eat dinner already? No. I'm No, no the fiance is working, and she was going to make dinner when she got home, but I figure I would take something off of her plate. Oh, no so you just intended. made it and to be like warmed so up when she gets home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So okay, that okay. she doesn't have to do it. And I, I thought you and I don't have to wait either. It's a win win. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. I thought you like made it, sat down to record just to eat it afterwards. I was like, you, you could have just ate the tacos before we started. But okay, that makes sense, Dan. No, yeah, that Made was like an hour sense. ago. So no, I'm good. Yeah, I was super confused. Man, I don't know how you can eat that late. I would die. I mean, I could have eaten without her, but I just, life will be a much easier if I wait. <laughs> yeah that's for sure i'm just saying i think i would die you'd be fine i like that shirt, i think by you'd the way. be fine i was just about to comment on your shirt oh my god i what? do it i promise you with everything i was literally about to say hey that's a cool virginia shirt i Hashtag promise not scripted also it's a virginia tech shirt I, I i like it mine is Go a piece. mine is a star uh star Double wars Double. um Sure, Star Wars inspired shirt from the Carbonite Crew podcast for all you Star Wars fans out there. Hey, 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 hey. How dare you what? advertise your other podcast on our podcast? <laughs> How dare hey, you? Who do you all think I'm you saying. are? <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> Running around leaving scars. Shout out to oh, Christina throwback. Perry. Looking throwback. forward to album three. Still can't find my shirt from that concert, by the way. From mm, the Christina Perry too bad. Concert. I have no idea. We met her. It was it was an interesting night. It was literally one of at the time. I, honestly, even still, it was great. <laughs> I was speechless. We had a lot of fun. It was. Fun. I was speechless. Shout out to Christina Perry if you listen to this fantasy football <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Kind of creepy, right? Uh, it was kind of creepy, but you know, we won't get into that. What? Well, how we met her? Yeah, we just kind of like waited. We chill, dude. <laughs> 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 Like, there was a lot of people now, there. It was like kind of weird. No, no. I mean, kind of. I mean, no. <laughs> sure. I mean, there was a lot of people there. It's true. There I was. Find there it was. that weird. Yeah. Okay. 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 Anyway, 
I'm, Welcome I in, guys. We're glad you guys tuned in to join us tonight. We have a show for you, and it's going to be good. We're going to go through some news and notes, a little bit of training camp buzz left over from the last week. Uh, not as much as last week by any means, so that's that's good. That was Thank rough goodness. last week. We had a ton of news. Whew, that was that was tough, but we got a couple things. I literally have blocked it out of my head. To talk about. <laughs> we do, we do have a couple of things about. to talk about. And then we are going to go into our main segment of the show, and we will be planting our flag. So we've kind of chosen a player from each position who we are willing to stake a claim on. We're going to risk our reputation, put that up, you know, and and stake it to these players. We believe in them enough to to say, hey, we're going to risk our reputation on them. I would just like to make it known that I never signed anything stating that. You did, though, actually. Uh, um, it was in the fine print. You missed it, and that's too bad. Kids, always pay attention to the fine print when you start a podcast and you sign imaginary papers. Just read the fine print because you never know what will be in it. You really never know. You really, really don't. Especially, Especially when it's imaginary. It could literally be whatever. <laughs> exactly. Never Especially know. when it's your best friend in charge of the other side of things because they are more than willing to just do whatever they feel like. Yes. Yes. Agreed. (laughs) All right. Well, let's hop into this thing. Let's get into the newsroom here. Uh, First off, we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys a little bit. Amari Cooper has come off of the pup list and has started to practice. I think yesterday was his first practice. This is super encouraging for Amari Cooper. We were kind of worried about that injury a little bit. Didn't know when he was going to be on the field. Now he's got a few weeks before the season starts to kind of get acclimated and get used to the offense and get get back into the swing of things, which is really good for him. Um, does it do anything for your rankings or how you see things, maybe confidence? No, you know, I'm just going to let training camp play out the way it is stuff's going to happen players are going to finish getting things healed up and fixed up and you know within this next month so i'm not going to let it affect too much you know if it was a little worse than maybe but overall i'm not going to let it affect we'll see how it plays out week one but i I mean i'm excited for amari cooper yeah i i I, this is going to be a good year for him especially if Dak can stay healthy i'm all for it yeah, absolutely. We both love Amari Cooper this year. And if you guys remember from last week, I did go ahead and hop onto the CD Lamb bus, that hype train. Uh, I still think oh, yeah. that I still think CD Lamb will outperform Amari Cooper, but it's not by a lot. Um, I still have a ton of confidence in Amari Cooper in fantasy this year. Yeah, I'm excited for this Dallas Cowboys offense this year. Um, big things, especially fantasy wise. Mm-hmm. Deck all year, Cooper all year, CD all year. I'm. Oh man, I hope so. It's going super be high nice. on Zeke too. Yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. Should be good stuff. How about them boys? I'm not as excited for them as I am the Washington football team, but. But how could we be? That, you you really we really couldn't be. Well, the thing is, we get to see that game twice a year too. Oh yeah, I'm excited. It, it should be a really fun game to watch. Do you now you picking Washington over the Cowboys in that division? Just oh, to be sure. sure. Washington's yeah. going to the playoffs. Me too. Right? I, I agree. One, which I believe is an episode 100%. coming up. 
I, I believe in the next few weeks, right? Oh, I think so. I think yeah, when we're going to we talk about actual NFL. Our... Yeah, a little bit. You know, standings <laughs> and picks. We're going to deviate yeah. from fantasy for an episode and talk about real football. <laughs> yeah, real football that that thing that, you know, has an impact on all the stuff we talk about week to week. Somewhat of an impact. Yeah, right. Not not like yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's not that important. But anyway, uh, other item, Rashad Bateman seems to have gotten injury. I think today that happened. Um, I think I saw the news reports today, and I think it was earlier today in practice. Uh, seems to have gotten a groin injury. We don't know yet how long he's going to be out, but it seems like it could be either like a one to two week time frame or a three to five week time frame. But I think most of the reports I have seen were less optimistic and it seems like it could be that like three to five weeks that he is out um so he might be ready by week one but it seems like he's going to miss the preseason going to miss the rest of practice time before then man i know we weren't like crazy high on rashad bateman before you know heading into this and this really doesn't help that at all i was starting to get excited for him yeah I do think rookies need those reps in preseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I guess I'm going to try not to look too much into it. Okay. You know, it's happening now. It's if they're, they're going to rest him. Right. Yeah. So hopefully he can heal up in the next three to four weeks. He can get out there week one. Um, you know, and luckily for him, it's not like he was coming in in a Jamar chase role where he was going to be yep. heavily leaned on. Yeah. So that yeah. will be something that so he doesn't have to go hard in the paint, you know, week one. Sure. He Absolutely, can work himself into the system slowly. So, I'm not mm-hmm. going to worry too much about him. Maybe if we're looking at a redraft, and I'm drafting within the next few weeks, I might be leaning a little bit away from him. Yeah, I guess that's really the only effect. But other than that, you know, I'm kind of where I'm at. I wasn't going to like try to draft him super high, or wasn't going to like really aim for him unless he fell to me anywhere. Got it. Yeah, one thing I do want to say about him is you're likely going to see in redraft leagues, he's going to start falling down the board, right? He's not going to be, he's going to fall in ADP. I would encourage you guys not to jump on that opportunity and be like, Oh, look, I'm getting Rashad Bateman out of value. Not saying you can't do it, not saying it won't pay off for 100%, but I think it's likely to burn you. If you kind of buy the, Hey, he's getting less hype now because of the injury where it's like, uh, he probably deserves less hype because of the injury. So I wouldn't get too excited when you start to see him fall down your boards. If you really believe in him as the player and you kind of have an idea of where you feel like that injury is leading, feel free to take a shot. Um, but I would I would be concerned because it's that it's like a soft tissue injury, and I, I have a feeling it might linger for a while this season. I think it definitely could. Yeah. The way I kind of view this is, you know, and I'll kind of, I want to, I'll cater to everybody here for, for a hot minute, but you're in a redraft league. Don't buy the injury. Let yep. let him do his thing. Let him do his thing. Andy's a rookie. There's just a lot stacked against him. Yeah. If you're going into a dynasty and his ADP is dropping, I might really consider yeah, taking a look at that and, and, and buying in because mm-hmm. You can throw him on your taxi squad or you can throw yep. him on your bench if it's a deeper league and hold on to him since it is a yeah. dynasty. So depending on what league you're in, there's really two different routes to go. It might be a really good thing if you're in a dynasty. Buy low. Redraft, I would I don't want to say avoid him at all costs, but I would really just 
if you're really into Bateman, I would really monitor it. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't yeah. over, overpay or overshoot for that. Yeah. Yeah. Keep just keep be in mind of your conviction there when you go to take him in your redraft leagues. But that's all we've got for news. Um so let's go ahead and let's head into our main segment for the day. Let's start planting some flags. I've been excited to do this all year. Um, I guess all off season, I should say ready to kind of like, Hey, these are the guys we believe in them. They will be names that you have heard because, because we believe in them. We have been talking about them, but we want to solidify it. It is going in stone. And if we're wrong at the end of the season, that's it for us. It's the end. I'm just going to, I'm going to be like Michael Scott and I'm going to make another company. Another yes. podcast and another podcast. I've been listening to the some Tyler names. Carden Fantasy Football Podcast. <laughs> that was one it. of them. That's a great plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, too funny! All right, let's get started. Do you want to kick us off? I just wanted to be known. I'm sorry that one of the original name ideas for this podcast was the Fantasy Football Office Podcast, and it was. Wasn't I it? believe. <laughs> I, I believe so. So we were if anyone quite here a few names. I'd love to go back and I list. still I have them. I do have them. Oh yeah. What was a was one of them friend friend zone? Is that the one that I suggested? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I I will say I won't say the name of it, but like but I'm F-R-E-N-D, pretty sure you know. I am pretty sure we had a name. Um, like it was one of the ones we actually kind of liked. And I'm pretty sure another podcast started like three weeks after us with the same name, with that name. What? That is nuts. I believe so. So um, I don't want to say the name because I don't want to get it wrong. Um, Yeah. And I haven't listened to him yet, so I don't want to. But hey, go check him out if you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Which you don't. I'm all for the love. I'm all for for the love. Oh, um, but here let's let's plant our flags. We are not going to talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick today. Surprisingly, it's very clear and obvious. Very clear and obvious. He will be will finish well above his ADP in my opinion. Absolutely, barring an no injury, question. of course. So let's let's jump into some QBs though. Um, let's do. I, I have a QB that I want to plant my flag with. I had a that was I had a construct that sentence in a really weird way because it was going to sound weird if i said it a different way but <laughs> what i'm going to plant my flag for with this qb for for this QB? i don't know for. what is what is the correct um, uh, conjunction not, and what the word we're looking not for not the word not the word honor in i just <laughs> i, I, I want to throw that out there <laughs> i'm going to stab this player with a flagpole <laughs> I am gonna go Lance or Lance Armstrong, Neil Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't mess All with right. Neil, anyway, man. Hashtag uh, the QB. The QB is he from Purdue? Did he, oh, go yeah, to he went to Purdue? That's that's good. Drew Brees went to Purdue. Yep. You went to Purdue. I did. Essentially, you are Drew Brees and Neil Armstrong. That's a stretch, right? but yep, I'm going with it. That's I am a Hall of Fame quarterback out. and an astronaut. That's crazy, dude. You are impressive. So let's talk about the QB I was going to bring up before that conversation got very out of hand. <laughs> I am planting my flag for 
Um, I like right it. now. This QB is going. He has an ADP of the tenth overall QB. That is going, and that is Mr. Ryan Tannehill of the Tennessee Titans. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Ryan Tannehill has been a really good quarterback the last few years. You know, he's got Derrick Henry. He's got AJ Brown last year. He had some weapons. Well, I don't know if you know this, my man, but Julio Jones is in town. Wait, like the Julio man, Jones? The Julio Jones. Number what? uno uno from the the Falcons. So Ryan Tannehill will now have Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, and Julio Jones. Now, I like to think that this team, they have a new uh, a new offensive coordinator, and I like to think that you know they're going to go the obvious route here and pass the ball a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I know you got Derrick Henry, but mm-hmm. you have potentially two top 10 wide receivers. Speaking of quarterback, existence. that is very good. And, man, he's 10th overall. I think Ryan Tannehill is easily going to finish within the top 10 quarterbacks this year. There's some names in there, and I understand Julio Jones and A.J. Brown are there. I'm just, I bought into Tannehill before, and now I have even more reason to buy into him. I am here. I'm a Tannehill guy, and and we're we're here for the ride. We're we're here for a good time in Tennessee. Listen, guys, Ryan Tannehill was going to be my pick um, for this segment, actually. I went to the Google Doc, and I went to go write him down, and I noticed that my friend here had stolen him right out from under my feet. But I I just want – I want to say that to really show you how much confidence I have in Ryan Tannehill because as I was coming up with this list, I tried to think of like, okay, who are the players that I've noticed in my drafts and in my mock drafts that I keep – having on my roster and Ryan Tannehill is one of those names. I just continue to draft Ryan Tannehill because I'm so confident in how he is going to finish in fantasy and you can still get him at such a great value. The ADP of quarterback 10, that's pretty late in your drafts and man, it feels awesome to grab that value late later on. You know, it's, it's between him and, and Tom Brady there at the end. Um, and, and I, have Tom Brady ranked a little higher, but man, Tannehill is just such a great value. I love Ryan Tannehill this year. I'm so excited. Yeah. And I, I think, I think everyone should be excited for Ryan Tannehill. Yes. You know, even, even if Derek Henry, it just, we've seen in the past when Derek Henry does well, Tannehill does well, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I, I expect Henry to keep doing well. Yeah. And now, you know, I know there were some weapons lost. You know, the tight end left. You know, Johnny Smith left. But Julio Jones again. You know, I know he's getting a little older. I know injuries, you know, could possibly linger and be a thing. But he's still Julio Jones. He still yeah. showed us everything he could do last year in the in the few games that he did play. So I'm excited. You, you can't double cover two receivers. Mm-hmm. And Eric Henry. True. So... <laughs> I expect this offense to be high scoring and I expect Ryan Tannehill to be a beneficiary of it. Yeah. I think this offense is going to be crazy high scoring and it's going to be awesome. Um, let's go ahead. Let's move on to another quarterback option that, that I have kind of planted my flag on. And it, it is a player that I've talked about a little bit previously, 
Um, and it's funny because this offense is actually one that I have no confidence in pretty much after the week that they have had. Um, one of one of the news items that we did not talk about is Michael Thomas. And there's been some drama there with him in New Orleans about, you know, his situation with his injury and not getting surgery and yada, yada, yada. And really, there's a lot of uncertainty in like, what does that receiving core really look like outside of Adam Troutman at tight end? Um, but you know who doesn't need wide receivers? Who? Taysom Hill. And you know why? Because he is a quarterback. He is a wide receiver. He is a running back. And he is a tight end, right? He is all of those positions. And he has so much versatility. He does so many different things. I believe, and even even more so now with the Michael Thomas news coming out, that Taysom Hill will be the starter in New Orleans. And that they're going to utilize him as much as they can, because what else are they going to do? They're going to feed Alvin Kamara. They're going to feed Latavius Murray. Keep that in mind, Latavius Murray. I think he's a good sleeper pick. But anyway, Taysom Hill is going to be running the ball plenty. He's going to get end zone carries, all of the things in order to be valuable. Man, I think he is going to be like a league winner type of player on on your rosters this year. His ADP, do you know where he's going in drafts? Because it's insane. Well, why don't you tell me? I, I, quarterback I, 30. got to be low. 30. 30. He's going as the 30th quarterback off the board. And I get it. Oh, my gosh. We don't know for 100% that he is going to be the starter. But you know what? I would rather right. take Taysom Hill on the possibility that he gets to start in New Orleans than Sam Darnold or Daniel Jones mm, yep. or even like Zach Wilson. Even, you know, like there's a whole bunch of players like that, that I would rather, I would just rather have Taysom Hill because if he's the starter, I know he's going to be great for fantasy. And I do think he's going to be the starter. So I have him in a lot of places. I'm taking him like with an ADP of quarterback 30, he's pretty much going undrafted. So he's my second to last last pick all over the place. Yeah. Even if he doesn't start, he can finish higher than that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Like, and he probably will, right? He's going to, you know, even if J- Jameis Winston is a starter, I bet Taysom Hill has like eight touchdowns this year that he scores from catching passes oh, yeah. and taking carries out of the backfield. And he'll get work all over the place. I mean, I just be don't a great know. super flex option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's an interesting one. So Taysom Hill, I am planting my flag. I think he will be the starter. I think he will be awesome. Like if he st- if he starts a whole season, if he plays a whole season, how is he not a top twelve quarterback? I, yeah, exactly. he j- he because of be, the rushing, right? it's the same Jalen Hurts argument. It's the same as all of these other guys. He runs the ball so much. It's Trey Lance, right? It's like runs the ball so much. He is going to produce. So Taysom Hill, I am planting my flag over there in New Orleans. I love it. And you know what I love even more about all of what we just said? Hmm. We both have planted our flag on the hill. The Tannehill oh, right. and the Taysom Hill. I what love it so much. Way to start this thing off. And had we realized that, we could have probably played that up a little more. But it's you okay. Know, we, <laughs> if we paid more attention, you're right. We probably could have like made a thing out of that, huh? Could add a cool sound bite or something, you know. Yeah, like you know, we could have done something. Oh well. Um, 
Let's. I want to talk about my running back that I'm going to plant Let's my do flag it. on. I'm planting my flag for this person. Uh, you said <laughs> on earlier, just a minute ago. I was listening. To them. Oh, oops. <laughs> I thought it was okay now. <laughs> oh well, I don't. I don't okay. know what's okay and what's not. So I, I am going to plant my flag, and I'm going to show some bias here. But, but this is, this is, a, this is a guy that I've really started to get hot on. Like I've, I've started to get excited for, and and, I, and I'm ready for the season to start to see how it goes. But I'm going to talk about the current 19th overall running back. Yes, he is the 19th overall running back in ADP, but he finished fourth last year. Fourth. He's going at 19. That's David Montgomery of the Chicago Bears. I am getting so excited for Montgomery. From the reports, you know, at least from what we're hearing from Nagy, 20 touches plus a game. You know, I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm really off the the Tariq Cohen train, so I'm not even gonna worry mm-hmm. about those. You know, we got Damian Williams now. I think he's going to be a nice complimentary piece, but especially with the whole quarterback situation kind of, you know, back and forth right now, it's going to be a transition year. I think we're going to lean really, really heavily on David Montgomery, and I think a lot of people are sleeping on him, which I don't blame them. A lot of people didn't expect him to finish the way he did last year, but, you know, I think he's starting to heat up. I think David Montgomery could be a very, very solid fantasy option for the next few years. And this is his breakout year, if you will. You know, I know he finished fourth last year, but I think this is going to be his breakout year. You can get him at a great price, 19th overall in most drafts. And he's going to be, you know, you're going to draft him as your running back two, but he's going to finish as your running back one. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. Man, what a great point to make because you're right. You're getting him at running back two value, but I do I do think he could really easily finish as a, as a running back one. Because what are we afraid of, right? Is it, it's Tariq Cohen, right? That's the reason he fell from running back four down to running back 19. If Uh Tariq Cohen wasn't there, he would probably be drafted as a, as a top 12 running back. But because of Tariq Cohen, we're all like, oh, I don't know if he's going to get the same opportunity, blah, blah, blah. Listen, if he gets 20 touches per game, he will blow that ADP out of the water. Just absolutely demolish it by far, and I believe it. I believe that he will get that many touches. Oh, I I really, really do, and I and I hope he does. You know, and as a Chicago Bears fan, and it's not something I guess you probably really read about or see about in in just the fantasy world, but someone that you know obviously watches and listens and all that kind of stuff for the Mm -hmm. Bears, Tariq Cohen is not a threat. I I just want to let that be known right now. Um, Mm. He left last year with an injury. And from reports and from what we're seeing, it doesn't look like it's exactly going super well. Right. So I don't think we're going to have the Tariq Cohen of old. You know, he's getting a little older, a little up there in age. David Montgomery is the young buck coming in. I think this will be his third year, um, if I'm not mistaken. He's still got plenty of shelf life, Tariq Cohen. I think three, if not four, but I think it's three. I, I don't think De- uh, Cohen's going to move the way he did before, so I don't. I think they're not going to utilize him as well or as much as they used to. And I think finally we're going to use that power run. We're going to have that classic run offense in Chicago, assuming our O line can stay healthy and stay stay strong. But sure, I'm excited for Montgomery. I think there's a lot of exciting things. And I think people are sleeping on him, and like I said, I totally get it. But now is the year to get him, especially. 
I, I go back to it and just call me the dynasty guy. But especially if you're in a dynasty startup, you're going to get him for a steal. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I said, this is the beginning, I think, of a very good career for David Montgomery. Right. Yeah. David Montgomery is way too cheap in dynasty. It's ridiculous, really. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, we both have been rising on David Montgomery, and Tyler is a little hotter on him than I am, but, you know, that's that Bears fan bias coming in. So, But I do believe that he will be a really, really solid player this year. So I I am definitely excited for him, but let's go ahead. Um, We'll move on, and we're going to stick with another bad team in the NFC North. We are going (laughs) to talk about the running back from the Detroit Lions, DeAndre Swift. And I have been talking about Swift all offseason. I have been so excited for him and so excited for what he can do. And and, uh, I want to go ahead and take this moment to really eternalize my faith in DeAndre Swift and plant my flag. I believe that he will be a top 10 running back in fantasy this season. Wow. Okay. I'm not convinced. Convince me, if you will, because I just, I just, I can't get behind Listen. this. I can't get behind DeAndre Swift. I just, I want to pull your flag out of. of no, 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 no. <laughs> it's planted firmly. There is no, there really is no going back at this point. I have made it abundantly clear that I believe in DeAndre yeah, Swift, yes. and there's no, uh, there's no returning from this. So hopefully, it at least works out somewhat for me. For you, I hope it does. For the Lions, I hope it does not. But, <laughs> that's uh, that's a fair point. Listen, I it's mean, pretty to be simple. Fair, they did have Calvin Johnson for years, and that didn't help anything. So. Hey, 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 hey! Well, he was still good for fantasy, though, right? Oh, f- fantastic! Exactly. So I want to hear so I guess that. But anyway, Swift can be okay. Want to make my case really quick for DeAndre Swift? I've done it over and over and over again, so I don't want to belabor this point. But it's pretty simple. I believe he's matchup proof. If they're winning. They'll be running the ball. He'll be in. If they're losing, they'll be passing the ball. He'll get targets. I think he will be involved in the passing game. He will be the goal line back and the like between the 20s back. I think the only role that Jamal Williams will kind of take is maybe a little bit of the third down work, but not a ton of it. Okay, so I, I, I'm not worried about his role there. I think he'll have plenty of touches, plenty of opportunity. He was really like awesome with the opportunity that he got last year like crazy efficient and i think he'll be good again because the offensive line they got penny sewell it will be better he's one of the only things going on there like amon ross st brown is getting some hype this week in, in training camp and he's like a fifth round rookie or something like that so it's like okay it's DeAndre Swift, it's TJ Hawkinson, and that's kind of it. I think Jared Goff likes to dump it off to his running backs. He's proven that with Todd Gurley. Yada, yada, yada. DeAndre Swift, pick him up. I've gotten him in literally almost every draft I do, so I hope it works out because if he doesn't, I will be <laughs> in some trouble this year. You are literally putting all your eggs in one basket, huh? All all of the eggs are in that basket. It's just like I can't pass him up because I have him so high over uh, so many other players. Yeah, and to um, support Steven's argument here, which kills me in my core, uh, it's <laughs> it's a very New Orleans Saints offense situation. So, like, if you really believe in Kamara because, you know, Michael Thomas isn't there, yeah. and no one else is there, it's the same situation. 
Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. You have Hawkinson and and Swift. And AP yeah. is not there this year to take away those touchdowns. Exactly. So, I yeah, you make a really solid point. And and like very similar to Montgomery, he's going at 18th overall, one spot above Montgomery. You're right, getting yeah. him for a great price. You know, and it's the same same argument really. I think you're going to get him as your running back two, which and potentially could finish as your running back one. Yep. I can't tell you how many drafts I've done. I feel like I end up, I leave with two running back ones because I take, you know, somebody in the first round and I'm getting DeAndre Swift either the back end of the second, early in the third, sometimes even later in the third. Um, He's just always there for me, it feels like. So I end up with two running backs that I believe will be top 10 guys and, and it feels great. So it's like somebody like Derek Henry and Deandre Swift. And it's like, how do I not feel crazy confident in that? So that's kind of where I'm at with him. Yeah, I believe in him. I like it. And I believe very fully. I like it. I like it. Let's, uh, let's go into the wide receivers. Let's plant our flag do on it. some wide receivers. Okay. Now, this is totally unintentional. But I have another Tennessee Titan I want to talk about. Another Tennessee Titan? Another Tennessee Titan. Now, I know you're thinking, well, who who could we be talking about? I mean, there's there's good players, and they're obviously all good. But I want to talk about it's Julio probably Jones. Josh I'm, Reynolds, right? It is not Josh Reynolds. It's Julio Jones. Julio. <laughs> oh, it's Julio. Wait, that it's, Julio Jones? It's Julio Hones. <laughs> right? Okay. It's. I like it. It here it's this is why. Obviously he's an elite receiver. He is getting up there in age, I get it. But in the few games he performed last year, he was amazing. He's got a great quarterback. You know, like I said, you can't double coverage him and AJ Brown and cover Henry. It. What are you gonna Doesn't do? Work. And for the price right now, I absolutely love it. Like it's almost it's so hard to even think about passing him up when I get there. He's going as the 14th yeah. overall overall wide receiver right now. And I just think, you know, if this were last year, we wouldn't even be close to that, right? right so yeah. I know he's coming off an injury, but why is it so different? You know, 14th overall, I absolutely love the price you can get him at because he does, if he can stay healthy, and that's an if, but I'm trying not to think about that because you cannot think about that when you're going into your draft. But if he can stay healthy, there is every... No reason that he sh- can't finish as, as a top 10 wide receiver again this year. I just, mm-hmm. I absolutely love this Brown and Jones tandem, and I'm so excited to watch it. Right. And I just, I, I'm i sorry they're in your division. You know, I really, I, I'm really also, am. I'm also pretty sorry about that. I'm not, not thrilled about it. It's not a fun thing to have to deal with, but whatever. Our starting quarterback oh, is injured, yeah. so it does. This season doesn't really matter anyway. I'm a Washington fan now. It's okay. So. You still got a. You still got Quentin. Oh my bad. Yeah. Well. Okay. That's not cool. I was gonna say something about the Tennessee Titans here, and so part of the concern with Julio Jones is like, hey, AJ Brown is also there, and we don't know who the number one wide receiver will be on that team. I go back and forth. I I, I like to think it'll be AJ Brown, but I'm not fully confident in that because it's Julio freaking Jones and he is a phenomenal and he could easily just step on the field and be the guy there, right? Like there's no question that could happen. But what I believe 
is that the Titans would not have paid the price to get Julio Jones if they did not plan to use him. He's not going to be there just to like get a few targets every once in a while. I think they're going to pass the ball, and I think they're going to pass the ball a lot. I think this offense will be explosive. I, I, yes. And the thing I want to mention is, and correct me if, if maybe my thinking is wrong, but we're all expecting AJ Brown to be the number one receiver there in Tennessee, because obviously he's the guy there, you know, he's very, very good. No doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But what if the tables were reversed? You know, what if we flipped everything around and it was AJ Brown going to Atlanta? We wouldn't be, I mean, Julio would still be the number one, right? That's such a good way to look at it, right? Like if Calvin Ridley and AJ Brown, say they got traded for one another, right? Like just total swapped. Right. Yeah, I would say who I would expect Julio to be the number one there. Um, Part of it is just rapport with Matt Ryan. But but you're right. Like, why can't he be the number one in Tennessee as well? So and I think it's totally possible. He could be the first read, like first target there. Yeah, uh, it'll be exciting to watch because I I do think everyone is expecting AJ Brown, and which is fine. Yeah, you know, I don't think it's a like completely. Way. It's definitely not unreasonable to expect that. But in my, it's not like Larry Fitzgerald is coming over here where his career is. You know, he's just kind of chilling out, doing his thing now. It's right, still right. Julio Jones, still playing very elite football. So I yes, that is the thing you remember is that when he has been healthy the last two years, he has been awesome. All right, let's let's talk about your wide receiver. I'm getting yeah, excited so, over here about Julio Holmes. <laughs> Julio Jones <laughs> definitely, I think, is going to be awesome this year. But let's talk about another wide receiver who really we have been praising this player all offseason again. When you think about Steven from the first Read Fantasy Football podcast, you think about DeAndre Swift and you think about, about Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin, wide receiver for the Washington football team. Listen, we have gone on and on and on about this Washington team because we believe in them. We believe in that offense. We believe in what is going to happen there. But Terry McLaurin is is really at the heart of it all. He is the talented wide receiver that I think opens up that offense and allows for the production that we expect to see. I think he will be a top 10 wide receiver this year in fantasy and i don't have any real doubts about that he's being drafted as the wide receiver 10 in my rankings he is my wide receiver six i believe wide receiver six right after deandre hopkins right before justin jefferson so that's how confident i am i'm taking him before i take justin jefferson that's confident in terry mclaurin confident in the volume confident in the offense the quarterback i think will target him like crazy even if he's not like the best quarterback in the NFL, he targets his number one guys. And that's all that's, that's really what I can say. I think the volume will be there along with a good offense for scoring potential. Terry McLaurin mm-hmm. to the moon. <laughs> much better QB might I add than he had last year. So too, much better. So even more reason to be high on Terry McLaurin. And, and I do, I just want to say this for everybody listening before you hear this from ESPN or NFL network, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, they, they might think they're funny trying to make this comment, but I'm going to let you know that I'm the one trying to be funny, making it first. Oh, okay. okay. Anytime, anytime 
he has two touchdowns or more in a game, I'm calling it the McDouble. Oh, I like it. The McDouble. I want to throw it out. If it's three, maybe I'll call it the McTriple. There we you go. Know, so there Bob, we go. That's, I'm just calling it now before, before Scott Van Pelt or someone tries to be all funny about it. Oh, it's a McDouble. No, I like it. I think there will be <laughs> plenty of McDoubles to go around this season. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, let's, 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 we did talk about someone off Washington. Oh, look yep. at that. <laughs> we'll get there in a minute, I guess. Uh, let's go move on to the tight ends. Okay. So I know when it comes to tight ends, you got your top three, top four, and then it's just, it's a numbers game from there. It's, it's mm-hmm. points on the dollar. Yep. Pennies on the dollar, you know, it's doesn't matter. But I chose someone who I think could really, really have a good season. Um, he's going at 16 as a 16th tight end off the board right now, and that is Tyler Higby. And I talked about it a few episodes ago. I'm really excited for Tyler Higby. Other than his awesome name, I, he's got a good quarterback. You know, he's got Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Yep. We saw Stafford with Hawkinson in the past and how well that mm-hmm. worked out. And Hawkinson's a very talented player, but I think Higby's a good tight end and a good football player as well. Upgrade at QB, you know, Cam Akers won't be out, so there'll be a few less targets there being taken away. I just, I'm excited. I think Higby has a lot of potential, especially with Stafford there in LA now. I'm excited to see what they do. I see nothing but upside for him. And I think at the value you can get him, you can get him very late, late in your draft. I know I've taken mm-hmm. him yeah. in mini drafts very late, and honestly in one of the last two, three rounds. Right. I just hold off. I've been able to pick him up, and I'm excited. I feel like I have a really s- solid stud late in the draft, and and I just, I'm excited for him. You know, Stafford, Higby, you can't go wrong. Yeah, I think that we might be hearing that combination of names a decent amount this season. That offense is going to be awesome, and they're at the goal line. I think they're going to do some really interesting things with Sean McVay, and I could see Tyler Higby getting a lot of looks there in the end zone. I'm pretty excited for Tyler Higby. I'm not as high on him as you are, um, but I still think he's going to do well. He's going to be good, and he's one of my favorite like later round flyer picks because I think there is a path for success for him. We know he has a role in that offense. We know that it's a quarterback who has supported tight ends in the past. He could do it again. He can do it with Tyler Higby. We've even seen success from Tyler Higby. Yes, it was a small sample size, but those last five weeks of 2019, he was awesome. He was on fire when there was no other competition there for him. So I'm excited to kind of see what it looks like as we go into this season what does his role look like? How involved is he in the passing game? Is he just blocking? Like, what what does it really look like for him? So, interesting player to uh, be so confident in, for sure. Well, and I do want to add that one of the reasons I'm so high on him when it comes to fantasy is because of his price. Mm, yes. like, the fact yep. that I can pick him up in literally one of my last two to three rounds, right. it's almost like a free play. Yep. You know, would I rather grab TJ Hawkinson in the sixth or seventh or eighth or Tyler Higby in the 12th or 13th? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just for the price, I absolutely think it's a, especially when we're talking about pennies on the dollar. Yeah. 
You know, maybe Hawk will finish five. Okay, but maybe, you know, Higby will finish six or seven, and you're getting him five rounds later. Yeah. Great value. Yeah, absolutely. Totally, totally great value. Okay. Well, we've got one more player to talk about, the tight end that I have decided to plant my flag for, and we're going to stay in Washington for this. So I talked about Terry McLaurin, how confident I am in him. Let's talk about Logan Thomas, tight end for the Washington football team. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you guys. We made this segment. We decided to do this. I started looking through my rankings, and I took a look at my tight end rankings, and I was like, I am confident in Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, and Darren Waller. And after that, uh, it's kind of difficult. And really, there's not oh, yeah. a lot that I see differently than ADP or differently than is consensus views, right? So I just kind of went with a player that is one of the riskier picks. And, and he's kind of seen like after those top, you know, six, seven guys, it's really just like whoever you want to take. But I believe in Logan Thomas. I believe in the role that he has there in the offense. I think there will be volume. I think he'll have plenty of end zone, red zone opportunities to score. He's a talented player, and the biggest thing that gives me confidence in him is that they paid him. They gave him the extension this year, gave him the contract, gave him the money. Um, I believe in following the money if you want to you know, oh, yeah. find fantasy oh, yeah. success because teams are going to invest in the players they plan to use. It's a pretty simple concept. It's not terribly confusing. They paid him. He'll get utilized, and so... He's a player that I just expect to have good enough volume to be a top 10 tight end and be like a weekly kind of plug and play starter. He's probably not going to blow the doors off. He's probably not going to be a top five guy, but I think he can be a top 10, like solid starter consistent for your team. Yeah, I I like that pick a lot. I do agree with you when you say follow the money. I didn't think about mm-hmm. that, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's proven time and time again. I mean, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen make a lot of money. Right, exactly. Because they're good and because they're an essential part of the offense. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like we talked about with Terry McLaurin, you know, a lot better QB than before, than last year. Right. So the upside is there. I actually was leaning towards putting Logan Thomas on this list for me when we were putting together this episode. I'm glad um, you didn't because so I don't know what I, I would have done. I I know I don't know what you would have done had I put him on here. I, Steve probably would have went Kyle Pitts. Loop. That that would have been fair. That had been fair. So I do like Logan Thomas. I do feel a lot more confident in him than a lot of other people. Like mm-hmm. Noah Fant, great option. I'm more confident in Logan Thomas. You yes, know, I am too. I would say, you know, I would say if I'm putting together just a list off the top of my head, like, oh, give me five tight ends that you're confident. In. Obviously, you have your top three. Then I would say Logan Thomas. Um. TJ Hawkinson and probably Tyler Higby. That, mm, that'd probably yeah. be my list, you know, right off the top of yeah. my head. So I, I like this. I like that pick a lot. You know, we stayed in Tennessee a little bit. We stayed in Washington a little bit. Uh, we went to the NFC North for a minute. I And I like these. Like like Steven said, this is our reputation. Not really. Not really. Uh, <laughs> but but it, we, is, it is absolutely our reputation. Everything. <laughs> but we absolutely do love this. these players. We do. We really uh, we do. We really do love these players. You know, and I didn't want to go with some obvious pick like Aaron Rodgers or Stefan Diggs, mm-hmm. you know, because those names yeah. were thrown out there for a minute. But I'm like, well, no, those are too obvious. Duh. You know, I want to, yeah. we want to pick players that, 
you know, maybe you like, but you're not sure about it. Or maybe mm-hmm. you like, but, but, you know, maybe there's a but there. Yeah. You know, but, you know, if I'm going to draft, I will draft any of these people. I guess that's a really good way to say it. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I will agree. draft anybody we talked about here today and I will have confidence in, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and honestly, you know, if you were to take, you know, I think this would be a pretty decent team. If you were able to get Ryan Tannehill, David Montgomery, and Julio Jones and Logan Thomas, like I think that's a decently, yeah, that's a decent. I actually like that. I like that a lot. Uh-huh. You get Swift, McLaurin, Higby, and Hill. Right. You know, if you're waiting for a long, I like that. Like I don't mind that at all. I think that that team could do really well as long as you're using the waiver wires throughout. You know, the season. Mm-hmm. I think you could have a really solid team. So. You know, these are the players that we are very confident in. We are planting our flags this week on these players. And and we'll check in during the season and see, you know, how we're shaping up, how how we're doing with these players. Yeah, we will. This will be a fun, like, uh, look back and see how we're doing. And uh, I, I'm excited. And we'll, we'll talk about ADP and all that and where they're ranking currently. But, guys, I am uh, I'm so excited because the season is so close. I can smell it. It is less than a month away. Less than a month. Can you believe it? Less than a month away. Like that's just—it's so nuts to think. Mm -hmm. Dude, we started this podcast in January. Oh my god, January! And here we are, many, many, many months later, about ready. To kick off the 2021 fantasy football season, and I am just so so excited. Ah, uh, cannot wait. Okay, let, guys, let's. So, we planted our flags this week. Uh, next week, we're gonna talk about some late round targets. Um, you yep. know, people, maybe you want to be looking. You know, maybe later in the draft, and, and I won't mention, I won't bring it up, bring it up next week. But you know, Tyler Higby. He is one of those late round targets. Yes. A lot yes. of upside, almost free, if you will. So mm-hmm. that's an example of a late round target. And we'll talk about, we'll break it down maybe by position and who you, we think you should target. Uh, maybe even some strategies, you know, maybe yeah. depending on how you put your team together, who you should really look at mm-hmm. towards the back sure. half of that draft. So, you know, we got, we got that coming up next week. The week after we will do one more final mock draft because it will be, less than two weeks at that point. So you are going to be drafting within that week or two. So we'll do one more final mock draft. Then after that, we have a little preseason evaluation. We'll talk about players and what we think. And then our prediction show before the season kicks off. And you might even see us in the same room. Oh, you just might. You just might see us. I'm so excited for all of you that don't know. For all of you that, for all of you that are just joining, Stephen and I are like hundreds of miles apart. We have been throughout this whole podcast. Mm-hmm. So you're in Virginia. I'm in Indiana. One's very hilly. One's very flat. Yep. And yeah, that's pretty much. We it. are. We are on Zencaster every week, which is a great platform. Not sponsored. It is a great platform. Not a sponsor. We, we do to, like it. We like. If you it have to do. Meetings, Zencaster is the way to go, or if you're doing podcasts or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. So, oh man, we had a preseason game already. We have more coming up this weekend. Justin Fields is starting. I just want to mention this Justin Fields is taking the field as a Chicago Bear on Saturday. Okay. 
Yep. On Saturday. And if I'm looking Finally. back at my if I'm looking back at my corrections, where where are we at? I believe this is our 29th episode. Yep. I believe like our episode 14. Maybe episode 15. Okay, I made okay. the joke that Justin Fields was going to be a Chicago Bear. Oh, okay, okay. I made a joke. And not even a week later, he was. And I get to see it happen this Saturday. And I am the happiest person ever. Okay? <laughs> I'm That's pretty excited happy. to watch it too. I'm not going to lie. So, I mean, I could be very disappointed afterwards. I'm not, I don't know how it's going to end. But going into it, I'm very happy. Yep, I think I think you should be. So, <laughs> all right, guys, all right. thank you, um, thank you for listening. Um, expect us to be on YouTube really, really soon. Yes, That's we happening. are ramping up um, that whole side of things. We've got the software, we've got the things that we need. We just need to start recording some videos. I'm just finishing up getting my makeup person hired. That way, we can be filmed. That's all. That's the only holdup here. <laughs> yeah he Make needs a person, it you know um oh got me <laughs> oh got so, him thank you guys for listening fantasy football is right around the corner the nfl is right around the corner thank you uh i mean listen to us wherever you can on any podcast platform mm-hmm. you'll be able to unfortunately watch us soon so that will be awesome for your eyes and Hopefully. you know share us with friends if you enjoy this if you think this is beneficial um you, you can put us to the test this season it's gonna happen you know, so, you know, maybe take a shot with us on these players that we planted our flag with and see how it goes for you because we are excited for it. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week. Yep. See you guys. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.